0: Thank you for tuning in to Copland Comic. I'm Brian Cop and we're here with Kevin Dombrowski. Kevin Dombrowski, how the hell are you? Hey, man. (laughs) It's so good for you to come in during the coronavirus. What a sultry
1: NPR (laughs) introduction that was. That's the
0: only canned thing I do, and everybody makes fun of me. But where can people find you do stand-up comedy on stage in New York City, and where can they find you online? Uh, online is at
1: Kevin Dombrowski across all my social media. Cool. Um, it's different on Instagram, but if you put my name in, it'll pop up. I okay. have to add comedy so people know I'm a comedian yeah, on right.
0: there. Because <laughs> there's, there's less funny Kevin Dombrowski's out there.
1: Actually, there's one more Kevin Dombrowski... <laughs> And I hit him up on Instagram uh, to get the name when I was, like, trying to, like, (laughs) co-brand everything. Because I had comedy across it. And then I was like, I should probably take myself more seriously (sighs) and not put that I'm a You know what I mean? It's not like I'm Kevin Dombrowski's real estate (laughs) agent. It wouldn't (laughs) make any sense. So I hit the dude up. And in the middle of sending him a message being like, look, man, I'm legit. Like, this is what I've done. In terms of like, I'm not just some jackass, like, like I need this name for my career. And in the middle of telling him like stuff that I've done, my cell phone bill got shut off for non-payment. So I, (laughs) it's a true story. So I literally paid the bill. And then the next message I sent him, I like, go, you know what, dude? Why don't you just keep it? Uh, I'm not doing as well as I <laughs> thought. <laughs> you might be more successful with this name than me.
0: That's so funny. I cannot even pay my bills. And people can. It sounds like you have a what well, you have a on right now that says New York Comedy Club. I do have a. So are you? It. Yeah. Are you playing there tonight or sometime soon?
1: Uh, Sunday. When does this come out?
0: It'll come out tonight. Tonight, sure. sweet. So son- oh, Quick turnaround. Yeah. Thank you
1: guys. Absolutely. Uh, Sunday. Uh, which is tomorrow. Kay. I'll be hosting the eight o'clock at New York Comedy Club, and then a bunch of other dates coming up there and all over the city. I'm kind of bouncing all over right now He's so. kind of a big
0: deal Because what I we're going to be talking about is, Well, he's been 10 years in stand-up comedy Ten, I've and, been tenured and I, <laughs> He's tenured as a He can't be fired by anybody <laughs> They might not laugh, laugh But I'm a tenured comic and, and what you have coming out Is, or actually it's out right now High on Molly Is your, is it a debut album? It's my it's, debut on, album. it's on Pandora Which yes. I found So it's an exclusive It is right That's, now It's an exclusive okay. it,
1: started, uh, it started yesterday um, It launched uh, It's, it's It's a exclusive spin. (laughs) I'm just like, clearly, I don't have any talking points from the. (laughs) (laughs) But what I (laughs) like, I got
0: weirded out by the whole thing because it goes. I was like, well, it's Pandora, right? And then you know, always are we? You know, are we just going to be shuffled in a bunch of comedy and occasionally? No, no, no. But yeah, what you put is you go. You can listen to it in its entirety on Pandora right now. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The label
1: did very good. Eight hundred pound Gorilla Records is amazing. They they did very good at sending me copy that I would have to say to make everyone look good. So it's not just me rambling. (laughs) Uh, but no, it is my debut album. So it's it's coming out on the on the twentieth. Okay. Uh, the presale is March eleventh, which is this Wednesday, uh, and then until it's officially released on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and then every other streaming site. Yeah. Uh, it's exclusively on Pandora. So Pandora oh. has the rights to stream it right now on demand That's for free. Cool. So if you Google or um, go- if you Google in Pandora, what a f- what an <laughs> old man I am. If you <laughs> That's 10 years of stand-up you, comedy, man. It's, it's, <laughs> Take the
0: good with the bad. You're a little bit older. If
1: you type my name into Pandora or High on Molly, uh, you can stream the entire album for free and on demand right now.
0: Okay, now, real quick, before we get into, you know, just what kind of... Do you want to mo- know
1: why it's High on Molly? Well,
0: I'm going to get there. I'm going to get to why it's okay, called high, high on Molly, and that'll and be think? at the end. Yeah. Until then, <laughs> I want to talk about the 10 years in stand-up comedy yeah. that kind of led to High on Molly. And <laughs> what can you tell us about what, a, you know, a new stand-up comic can expect during those 10 years? Do they break up in kind of distinct phases that you can just... <laughs> Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, that's a great question by the way. I um oh. I do think <laughs> I look at you like, "Oh, cool," well, or no, right. something. It means you got to answer, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to answer. It. Uh no, no, no. <laughs> that that's a very good question. Uh for all I can only say from my experience cuz everyone's race is everyone's race. Comedy is is Shawshank. It's how long you're willing to crawl through shit to get to the (laughs) other side. That's all it is. And it's like every comic with talent. No one can teach you to be funny. But people can help you learn the skill of stand-up. You can cultivate a talent into a a skill. So being able... To cultivate that into a skill and then work on it.
0: Well, how is that done? How is it? How do you cultivate? You know, everybody's I mean, laughing at me when, when I'm growing up. How do I cultivate the talent into the skill?
1: Well, I mean, everyone watches stand up growing up, so you have an idea of what stand up comedy is. Right. Uh, and then you get on stage and you try uh, to see what makes things work for yourself. So for me, years really zero through five, we're just learning how to say things. Um, Say funny things on purpose and okay. make people laugh on command. Yeah. And you're, you know, the, the first couple of years, you're kind of swinging in the dark, aren't you? Because you have of no like, idea if they're going to well, laugh, exactly. so do you build in a pause? Exactly. Yeah. Right. So you don't know specifically really what's funny for you. It's like going into a batting cage. You're going to, uh, you know, if you're swinging for the fence... Every time, you, you you might strike out a lot, yeah. but eventually you're going to make contact. That's right. what stand-up is. The more you do it, the more contact you make. Okay. And then you start to learn what specifically is working about that and yeah. why it's funny. And, why, and that, yeah, why
0: people are laughing at it coming out of your mouth exactly. as opposed to somebody who looks different or might be a different age. Right. Well, look, uh, getting a laugh. And getting lucky with the laugh, getting a
1: laugh and not knowing why you got a laugh, you're, you just got lucky. That's and, cool. Yeah, and but then you have to figure out. It is why, okay, yeah. but it's that's it's not good enough to, uh, to be a good stand-up. You have right. to know why you're funny. You have to know why why your joke is working. Yes, yeah, like and, why did
0: they laugh at something I didn't even exactly, think was funny? How can exactly. I bottle that up into something? Because I can how can use over you and plan
1: and, and how can you develop that further and more intricately if you yeah. don't know what's what's getting laughed specifically? Yeah, you're just kind of poking around in the dark. So for me it was like five years I started to learn how to make people laugh on purpose and then I started to, <laughs> to then I started to uh, really make them laugh at things I wanted them to and manipulate uh, emotions and push and pull and uh, figure out okay if I say this they're gonna do this and this is and that reaction is what I'm really going for so uh, let me say something up front that'll push them away so that at the end it proves my point and I pull them right back in and it's oh, like cool. complete control of the audience and that's yeah. really that's really when you get good at stand-up it's like when you when you start to figure out, number one, you stop questioning really what's funny because why would you say anything on stage that you don't think is gonna be funny? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> ten years later, if I'm still being like, I don't know what's gonna work, <laughs> like, what am I doing? <laughs> but knowing why exactly it's funny is like it's the most powerful tool. Wow. You know, stand up's all about connecting with your audience, but knowing why everything is working. Is the most powerful tool that you can have,
0: and I guess the thing—the difficult thing to figure out—or one of the difficult things to figure out—is what content coming out of my mouth is making people laugh and why. Totally. And so, uh, what about high on Molly? Um, you know, like it, it kind of presents you as maybe a, maybe a drug user. It does, and yeah. that's why
1: I like the ambiguous name. But uh, okay. I'll, but I'll, it's not—is there actually a person named Molly? My or wife's name is Molly. Thank
0: God, good, yeah. because I would think that like coming coming out of your mouth. High on Molly it might not ring too genuine, so I'm, I guess I'm relieved that Correct. you're talking about a woman. It is, okay. it's yeah, it's about your wife. That is cool. <laughs> yeah. Are you so, worried that it's going to turn people off a little bit? Like that they're going to no, less no. I, I, I like the ambiguity. I think
1: okay. I think people are curious about it. Okay. I get when people introduce me that he's got an album coming out called High on Molly. The audience laughs. Okay. And then I get on stage and I'm like this. Uh, I'm not. I wouldn't say older, but I'm a I'm a grown man. I'm yeah. in my 30s. Uh, That's I'm, what I'm thinking, I'm married. Right? I look. Uh, seemingly like I have my shit together and then I yeah. talk and you're like, what a head case. <laughs> So, but going on stage, I think it's like this juxtaposition of like, they expect some kind of young stoner kid to get on stage. And then yeah. I'm like talking about like wanting to have kids and like pass on a legacy and like all this crazy stuff. To even toy with the whole Molly thing at the beginning, like on the album itself. Well, I wrote, I wrote a joke specifically for it. I changed okay. a joke okay. to be about the album. So I was trying okay. to think of what the what the album name would be because technically the album is about from when I got engaged to my wife, how I proposed, all the way to right after we got married. Okay. So it's there's one straight story wow. and all of my material just goes towards that. It was written in over two years in two 30-minute sections. And what happened
0: I, to the other stuff in the first eight, eight years of your life? It's is still it there. There's, there. Look, there's still some, some stuff. Some stuff has
1: gone into it. But it is a direct story for the album and that's why I did the album. Huh. Is I wanted to tell the story and put it on ah. and then and then move on to the next chapter of my life because I don't but one big story
0: what for a whole hour half
1: hour it's a 50 minute album 50? 50 50 yeah, so 50 how
0: can you get what that is amazing skill to do a whole story that's 50 minutes long well yeah I mean
1: the, the trick is to break it up into different jokes you know yeah. what I mean so oh, it's yeah, like totally, right. engagement jokes and a little bit of marriage material I literally call it that and then it's high on Molly it's like really the differences between us because I'm from mm-hmm. the northeast I'm from here and my uh-huh. wife is from Sacramento so she's oh, cool. a naturally good person and then <laughs> I'm just <laughs> this angry filled with darkness Person, oh, that's uh, cool. I say that she's like a Disney character, and I'm like Bane from Batman, <laughs> just born in a prison and <laughs> raised in the dark.
0: I didn't know Sacramento people were good. I guess it's they are. Disney princesses they... were all born in Sacramento. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a Rapunzel. Let your dirt out. It's a, it's a farming town. There's nothing there, uh, but it's all. Um, uh, it's the happiest place in America. The, she told me there was a study done. There was the happiest place in America. He's calling out studies. Dude, I go there, and it's like a history of violence. (gasps) uh, When that dude... Remember the the, the movie where the guy, like, secretly killed all these people, and he pretends he doesn't remember it? (gasps) That's, like, what I'm, like, being in that town. I'm just, like, this angry New Yorker, (gasps) and everyone's, like... (laughs) Farming town and pickups and like no sleeves, and like, hey, doll. And I'm like, fuck out of my way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so c- they can stream that today. And are you doing like act outs and things like that on the album? Like, you know, get the fuck out of my way. Yes, like, I do. Okay, so so uh, I. wrote, high energy.
1: I wrote. um I, There's two jokes about my honeymoon there's mm-hmm. where we were going to go and why I didn't want to go there, and then where we ended up going <laughs> and what happened anyway. Uh, so there's a major act out at the end of the first part of that. Okay. Uh, and it's essentially. Um, about the the guy that punched the kangaroo in the face in Australia. Yeah. So it, it breaks down that whole video, but from my perspective of my wife wanting to go there for our honeymoon, <laughs> so it breaks it all down. And it ends with this. Um, I mean, I don't want to give
0: too much away, but you right. guys can listen to it anyway. So you can yeah, so hear you're, it. they can um, listen to it right now on Pandora exclusively. Yes, until it comes out on the twentieth. On the twentieth. But there's pre-sale on the eleventh to make sure that you go to number one in iTunes comedy. Correct. That would be yeah. And so it's, so kind I of, it's kind of possible, isn't it? Like, yeah, some people I people mean, that I know, they're like, yeah, number one album on iTunes. So I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty sweet. Totally, the yeah. the label that um with eight
1: hundred pound Gorilla Records are oh, uh, yeah. they're really amazing. They're like a powerhouse. I I really am the bottom of the barrel on their roster. Oh, I got good. super
0: super lucky. Well, <laughs> it sounds like they have to have their. Uh the, their farm team like make sure that the Kevin Dombrowski yeah. who's, I mean he's he's gonna be on people's Mount Rushmore of comedy but we have to get him while we still can they're very good yeah, they're very good probably night. also at comedy, comedy Central Records or something who's just yeah, you know, they don't got their finger to the ground exact, anymore they, yeah. they're, they're not hearing the Kevin Dombrowski I mean yeah. I, don't know who, I don't know who is in this lovely murder basement that we're
1: in. <laughs> um. nobody, nobody can hear you at all
0: but people can hear your stuff on Pandora and then pre-order on the 11th on the 11th cool Kevin Dombrowski thank you so much thanks buddy